What did you guys bring for snacks today? Well, I brought a bag of extra spicy Lavalicious chips. They're my favorite. What did you bring, Bob? I brought a bran muffin. What'd you bring, Petunia? I brought two chocolate pudding cups. I love chocolate pudding. See? They're the kind with... <gasps> They're gone! My pudding cups are gone! I put them right here in the refrigerator. D did you guys see them? I didn't see them. Me neither. What happened to my chocolate pudding cups? You can have some of my extra spicy Lavalicious chips. I put them in the cupboard here. <gasps> hey, wait. My chips are gone. Betunia, you can have my bran muffin if you want. <laughs> my bran muffin! It's gone, too. This is really strange. Oh, look. There's a note in the refrigerator. What does it say? Let's see. The handwriting is kind of messy. It says... It says all your snacks are yummy. All your snacks are yummy? This means... This means someone stole my chocolate pudding cups. My bran muffin. My extra spicy Lavalicious chips. Someone has taken all our snacks. You know what? This is a job for Larry Boy. Larry Boy. What a great idea, Larry. Uh, do you think we can contact him? I mean, he's probably out somewhere catching thieves. That's what he does. That's why we need him. Larry Boy is a superhero expert detective. He has skills, Bob. Serious skills. You're right, Larry. But how do we get hold of him? Oh, no problem. I can get him here right away. Bob, we need to get going on the podcast. Are you ready? Ready, Petunia. Let's start the podcast. I'm your host, Bob the Tomato, and... Well, my co-host, Larry the Cucumber, has stepped out for a moment. Cue theme song. Today, we're going to be talking about something very important to all of us. We're going to be talking about right and wrong. Why is it important to choose to do right? And the opposite of that, what happens when we choose to do wrong? Larry Boy! You're here! Yes, it is I, Larry Boy! What seems to be the problem, good citizens? Someone has stolen our snacks! Aha! Stolen snacks! You've been robbed by a snack bandit. A snack bandit? Yes. They are cunning, fearless, and they love snacks. They took my chocolate pudding cups, Bob's bran muffin, and Larry's chips. <gasps> His extra spicy Lavalicious chips? Exactly. Uh, how'd you know that? Uh, 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 oh, well, you know, <laughs> clues. Criminals always leave clues behind. That's amazing detective work, Larry boy. I have skills, Bob. Serious skills. Wait, what? What did you say? No time for chit-chat, Bob. The snack bandit is out there. Lurking, skulking, plotting, and all those criminally things criminals do. If we don't stop this snack bandit now, just imagine what'll happen if he unleashes his reign of terror on Bumbleberg. Donuts will disappear. Chips and chocolate confiscated. All our snacks will vanish. No more pudding. You'll steal all the yummy snacks from the store shelves everywhere. Children will be sad, Bob. Sad! It could even mean the end of Bubblyberg. That sounds terrible. What are we going to do? I have a plan. What's your plan? Look here, Bob. Look at the floor. What do you see? Uh, the floor? Closer. Lean down. Get closer to the floor. Be the floor, Bob. Okay. What do you see now, Bob? Uh, well, 
the floor is a little dusty, and there's a paperclip I dropped when I was going through my podcast notes. Oh, is that a crumb? That's a bran muffin crumb. My bran muffin. Precisely. Evidence, Bob. It's evidence. The snack bandit started eating your delicious snacks before he even left the crime scene. That can only mean one thing. What does it mean? Does it mean he was hungry? Why did he eat the bran muffin right away? It means he's nervous about eating the extra spicy lavalicious chips. That's what it means. He wants to eat them. He longs to eat them. But he's afraid they might be too spicy. What? Well, how do you know that? Maybe he just really likes bran muffins. I like bran muffins. Aha! Another crumb! Good citizens of Bumbleberg, I would love nothing more than to stay and discuss yummy snacks with you. But never fear. I shall track down the snack bandit because I am Larry Boy. Farewell for now. Wait, Larry Boy. This is too important. Can I go with you and do the podcast as you track down the snack bandit? I fly solo, Bob. I ride alone. No, that's a great idea, Bob. This is history in the making, Larry Boy. Our podcast listeners would love to hear you catch the snack bandit. I certainly will catch him. Petunia, let Larry know when he gets back that I'm with Larry Boy doing the podcast live. Will do, Bob. So, may I come with you, Larry Boy? Please? Well, all right, Bob. You can come along. But I have to warn you, a superhero's job can be dangerous. Really? Uh, Like how dangerous? Extremely dangerous. But I'll protect you. That's what my plungers are for. Let's go. Bye, Petunia. Goodbye, Larry boy. Keep on podcasting, Bob. To the Larry Mobile. Oh, I forgot, Bob. The Larry Mobile is just a one-seater. But my butler, Alfred, installed this sidecar. You can ride in that. The sidecar is very useful. Sometimes Alfred rides with me on superhero jobs. And sometimes I drive him to the grocery store when he goes shopping. Uh, is riding in the sidecar safe? Safe? A superhero laughs in the face of danger. <laughs> but here, put this helmet on. Hang on, Bob. I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. Bob, tell our podcast audience what's going on. They're going to want to hear everything. I want to hear it, too. Ooh, this is so exciting. Uh, well, we're speeding down the street in the Larry Mobile. I think we're going a little too fast. I always drive the speed limit, Bob. You know, I've never ridden in the Larry Mobile. This is amazing. Well, you're actually riding next to the Larry Mobile. Why does the sidecar have controls and dials and buttons? You can never have enough controls and dials and buttons. What does this button do? That one releases the sidecar off on its own. Yikes! Oh, uh, what about this one, Larry boy? That one activates the ejection seat, which will shoot you about 500 feet in the air. So, you probably shouldn't touch that button. I'm definitely not going to touch that button. So, what are you going to do now? How are you going to catch the snack bandit? Watch and learn, Bob. Watch and learn. Uh, can you pull that lever for me? This lever with the label that says, pull in case of monkeys? Not that one. Pull the other one. That activates the Larry Mobile's brand new Detectomatic. Alfred just installed it last week. <gasps> Aha! The Detectomatic has detected something. Brand muffin crumbs detected. Brand muffin crumbs detected. Detectomatic, give me a course on those brand muffin crumbs. Turn left at the next stoplight. Proceed 53 yards and then turn right. Wow, Larry boy. 
Your Larry Mobile is seriously super high tech. I know. My butler outfit invents all my gear. He's really smart. I help him sometimes too. You have arrived at your destination. Please put your trays in the upright position before exiting the car. Alfred's still ironing out some bugs in the Detectomatic, but it works pretty well. Podcast listeners, we've arrived at the park in downtown Bumbleyburg. It's a beautiful sunny day. The park is full of veggies having picnics, playing frisbee, and walking their dogs. I don't see any criminals. I just see a lot of my veggie friends who live and work in Bumbleyburg, and they're all having a wonderful time. How can we find the snack bandit here, Larry boy? It's quite obvious why the trail of bran muffin crumbs has led us to this spot, Bob. It is? Of course. Look around you, Bob. There are veggies everywhere, snacking, enjoying picnic lunches, eating light refreshments. The snack bandit is trying to blend in. He's trying to camouflage himself in the crowd. He has come here to snack on stolen snacks. Right in the middle of snackers who are snacking on snacks that aren't stolen snacks. Uh, I think that makes sense. But... I'm afraid we're in an even more dangerous situation, Bob. What if the snack bandit starts stealing snacks from all these innocent picnicking veggies? We must save Bumbleyburg! Okay, but how are we going to find him? Quick! We must get to a high point where we can see the whole park. Hmm. <gasps> I know! The statue of Obadiah Bumbley in the middle of the fountain! I'll shoot a plunger up there and zip to the top of the statue. What's going on now, Bob? Has Larry Boy found the snack bandit? He's looking for him, Petunia. I don't believe it. Larry Boy is bravely balancing on top of the statue of Obadiah Bumbley, right in the middle of the fountain in Bumbleyburg Park. He is such a hero! Larry Boy is now gazing keenly around, his face stern and heroic. Meanwhile, all across the park, veggies are cheerfully picnicking, talking, laughing, and playing frisbee, completely unaware of the hero high above them all. Oh, wait. What's happening now? What? What's happening, Bob? What do you see, Larry boy? I see a bag of extra spicy Lavalicious chips. Oh! Ow! Podcast listeners, this is it. It looks like Larry boy has found the snack bandit. I can hear a commotion. I'm bouncing as fast as I can to reach him. You purloiners of chocolate chip pudding cups. You brand muffin burglars. You extra spicy Lavalicious chip looters. What do you have to say for yourselves? Jimmy and Jerry Gord? What are you doing with that bag of chips? Are you... Did you take Petunia's chocolate pudding cups and my bran muffin from the podcast kitchen refrigerator? We did, Bob. We're sorry. Everything looks so delicious. We just took a peek, but then we just had to take everything. The bran muffin was yummy. The chocolate pudding cups were scrumptious. We're really sorry, Bob. We just couldn't help ourselves. Ha! I see you didn't have time to eat the bag of extra spicy Lavalicious chips. I'll take those and return them to their rightful owner. We really are sorry, Larry Boy. Yeah, uh, Larry Boy? Can you pull these plungers off our heads? Oh, right. Uh, hold still. Ow! Let that be a lesson to you, Jimmy and Jerry. We're so sorry, and we won't do it again. See that you don't. It's easy to choose to do wrong, but choosing to do right always is sweeter in the end. You're right, Bob. I know. We'll go buy new chocolate pudding cups and bran muffins for you and Petunia. We'll do it right away. We'll go right now. An excellent idea, remorseful and repentant citizens. You did it, Larry boy. That was incredible. You found the snack bandits. That's my job, Bob. I am that hero. How can we thank you, Larry boy? You don't have to thank me, Bob. 
I'm just doing what superheroes do. Well, thank you anyway, Larry Boy. Anytime, Bob. Well, podcast listeners, I have to say that Larry Boy saved us from the snack bandits. He saved all of Bumbleburg. He certainly did, Bob. Uh, Petunia, I was hoping to get a ride back to the studio from Larry Boy, but he's already gone. How about we play the advertisement from our sponsor? That'll give you time to get back to the studio. That's a really good idea, Petunia. Oh, Larry's back in the studio. Larry, you missed out on all the excitement. Larry Boy caught the snack bandits. Yeah, I know. I ran into Larry Boy outside and he told me everything. He gave me back my bag of extra spicy Lavalicious chips. Isn't that cool? Speaking of chips, Larry, can you introduce today's sponsor? Sure. <clears throat> We'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Lavalicious Chips. They're my most favorite brand of chips in the world. They're seriously delicious. When your life has become boring and gray, when the bounce has gone from your step, when your zing has lost its ring, you know what to do. Pop open a bag of Lavalicious chips. And munch one of those golden triangles of crunchy goodness. Lavalicious, so delicious and so nutritious. They're Lavalicious. Lavalicious chips. They're hot. They're spicy. They'll set your mouth on fire. Honey, get the fire extinguisher. I can't stop eating these Lavalicious chips. Lavalicious chips are perfect for every occasion. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Ball games. Weddings. You may now kiss the bride. One moment, darling. I have to finish my Lavalicious chips. Space shuttle launches at Cape Canaveral. We are go for launch. Finley, start the launch countdown. I will in a minute, sir. But first, I have to finish eating my Lavalicious chips. And the Academy Awards. And the Oscar for Best Actor goes to... just popped open a bag of Lavalicious Chips. Lavalicious Chips come in regular, extra regular, spicy, and volcano. Made from the best ingredients on Earth, such as jalapenos, real, genuine, organic lava, and more jalapenos with just a hint of corn flour for that munchy crunchiness. Anyone who purchases Lavalicious Chips assumes all responsibility for any fires, conflagrations, or spontaneous combustions that might occur due to eating said chips and waives all rights to sue the Lavalicious Chip Company for any damages. Lavalicious Back, Bob. You're just in time for one of my favorite songs, the bunny song. The bunny, the bunny, whoa, I ate the bunny. I didn't eat my soup or my bread, just the bunny. The bunny, the bunny, oh, I love the bunny. But now I feel sick in the head from the bunny. I didn't eat my salad, I didn't eat my steak. I had too much candy, got a tummy ache. I need to eat good food to help me to grow. I'll obey my mama, cause she loves me so. Yeah, I'll go to church, and I'll go to school. That stuff is important, and I No, 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 girl. girl. 
Good stuff. Listen here, girls. Oh, no. The bunny, the bunny. Whoa, I ate the bunny. I didn't eat my soup or my bread. Just the bunny. The bunny, the bunny. Oh, I love the bunny. But now I feel sick in the head. From the Kids, want to join real life heroes sharing the good news of Jesus? Then tune in today to Good News Heroes on Unite Radio. Explore stories of missionary heroes like Corey Tenboom helping Jews during World War II. Just yesterday, I saw the Jewish family down the street be arrested as if they were criminals. There's got to be something we can do to help. Or missionary pilot Nate Saint reaching the Alcas in the jungles of Ecuador. I hope that someday the airplane will be an important part of telling them about Jesus. That's not all. Explore the Bible on Good News Devos. What will you explore first? The story of Joseph, the Lord's Prayer, or maybe the armor of God? Connect to Christ with Unite Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Unite Radio, that's U-N-I-T-E radio, or visit cefonline.com slash heroes. That's cefonline.com slash heroes. Beef strips really are the best. Ah, you sure you don't want to try one, Brother Bob? Uh, I think I'll pass. But you know, there's a wonderful story in the Bible about some brothers. Twelve brothers, to be precise. A whole bunch of them chose to do wrong, and one brother chose to do right. Twelve brothers? <gasps> you must be talking about the story of Joseph. Joseph had eleven brothers. Ten of them were older than him. Those ten older brothers didn't like Joseph. They were jealous of him, and they were super mad at him for some things he had said. One day, when they were working out in the fields, taking care of their sheep and goats, the ten brothers decided to take revenge and really hurt Joseph. So they sold him as a slave. That was really bad. But even though Joseph ended up a slave in Egypt, even though he could have been really mad at his brothers, he chose to do right. In fact, he forgave his brothers and when a famine swept the land, Joseph chose to take care of his brothers. Even though they had been so mean to him, Joseph treated them kindly. So his brothers chose to do wrong, and Joseph chose to do right. Huh, what an amazing guy. He truly was amazing. Bob, Larry, I've got Mr. Lunt on the phone. It's time for Animal Translations. Hi, Bob. Hi, Larry. Are you okay, Mr. Lunt? I'm totally fine. I'm just uh, trying, just trying. What are you doing, Mr. Lunt? Are you playing tetherball? No. Are you bouncing on the end of a bungee? I'm on a, a pogo stick. I'm trying to jump higher than, than Wally. Who's Wally? <sighs> That's Wally. He's a good pal of mine, and he's a really good jumper. Like, he jumps so high, let me tell you, you'd be amazed. <sighs> All right, I give up. You win, Wally. You jump way higher than I can. Ah. Okay, okay, okay. You don't have to rub it in, Wally. Hey, Wally. Are you, like, a really good jumper? Ah. Wally says he's pretty good. He says he jumps a lot, kind of all day long. Uh, is Wally a rabbit? A rabbit? No, he's not a rabbit. Wally's a kangaroo. A kangaroo? Are you in Australia, Mr. Lunt? You better believe it. 
They got kangaroos everywhere down here. Awesome! I've always wanted to meet a kangaroo. Wally, I gotta say, kangaroos are fascinating. They really are. Kangaroos are amazing jumpers. They carry their kids around with them in pouches, and they're good boxers, too. Kangaroos are boxers? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, you don't want to get in a boxing ring with a kangaroo. They'll punch you with their paws and they wham! They'll kick you with their feet. One, two, pow! They'll knock you right over. <coughs> Wally says there are all kinds of interesting animals in Australia. There's the koala, which is like a cute little bear with big ears. But koalas don't really jump much. And then there's the wombat, which is like a super huge gopher. They can get as big as dogs, but Wally says wombats are terrible jumpers. A gopher as big as a dog? Yeah, that's what he says. And there's also the platypus, which Wally says proves that God has a sense of humor. Wait, what? Are you serious? The platypus proves God has a sense of humor. What do you mean by that? Yeah, that's what Wally says. He says the platypus looks like a beaver, but it has a duck's bill instead of a regular mouth. They're one funny-looking animal. Platypuses like to swim around a lot, but they never do any serious jumping. Really? What if we gave a platypus my pogo stick? Maybe it would jump then. What did he say? Wally says none of the platypuses he knows would want to mess around with a pogo stick. He says they're really shy, and they'd probably just swim away and hide. Well, it sounds like there are all kinds of incredible animals down in Australia. Bob, we need to take a road trip to Australia and visit the kangaroos. Yeah, that would be fun, but it sounds like a really long drive. Ah! Wally says Australia is completely surrounded by ocean, so you can't drive there. Unless you have a submarine car. Ooh, a submarine car. We need to talk to Dr. Flurry about this. Maybe he can invent one. Guys, it's been fun, but Wally says we gotta go. There's a big kangaroo meetup this evening. They call it the Kangaroola Palooza. There's gonna be jumping competitions. Kangaroos are gonna tell exciting stories about how high they jump. And then we're gonna feast on tasty shrubs. Wait, what? I'm not eating shrubs, I'm a gourd. Gourds don't eat shrubs. Now, if you've got a nice cheese platter, I could go for some cheese. Bye, Mr. Lunt. Bye, Wally. Have fun at the jumping contest. Bob, Larry, I've got Ellie calling from Dallas, Texas. She's nine years old and always listens to the podcast. Wonderful. Hi, Ellie. This is Bob the Tomato. And I'm Larry the Cucumber. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I have a question, or maybe it's more of a problem. A problem question? Uh-oh. I hope it's not one of those math problem questions. No, it's not a math problem. You see, my mom planted a whole bunch of tulips in the backyard last week. She loves flowers. Anyway, my friends and I were playing soccer yesterday, and, well, we kind of trampled a lot of the tulips. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound good, Ellie. Yeah, and then I tried to clean them up, but I ended up throwing a lot of the tulips away. They were totally ruined. So, did you tell your mom what happened? That's the problem, Bob. Uh, I think I kind of didn't tell her what actually happened. What did you tell her? I told her gophers ruined the tulips, but, um, they didn't. Gophers don't even play soccer. (sighs) Yeah, I know. And now I feel really bad about it. What do you think I should do? Well, even though you did the wrong thing by not telling your mom the truth, you can still do the right thing. 
By telling her what really happened? Yep. Yeah, it might be sort of hard to do, but it's the right thing to do. And it shouldn't just be telling your mom what happened. You also need to figure out how to replace the tulips you threw away. Wow, okay, I haven't even thought about that. I've saved up some of my allowance. I guess I could use that to buy some more tulips. But my mom will have to show me how to plant them. God wants us to choose to do right, even when it's difficult. I think your mom will be happy you chose to be honest with her. And she'll probably be super happy to show you how to plant tulips. And I bet you'll be happy too, Ellie. Okay, I think you guys are right. I already feel better just talking about it. Thanks for helping me. Thanks for calling. Bye, Ellie. Bye. You know, it can be hard to admit you've made a wrong choice, but you'll always feel better afterward. That's because God has given all of us a conscience. What's a conscience? Well, God has created all of us to have a little voice inside that encourages us to do right. That's your conscience. But the conscience has to be trained and strengthened. Kind of like going to the gym and lifting weights? Sort of. One of the main ways the conscience is trained is by reading the Bible and also listening when parents explain why some choices are good and why some choices are wrong. Praying and asking for God's help and guidance in difficult situations also strengthens our conscience. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like the other day when you were reading a book, I was going to creep up behind you and pop a huge balloon to see if you jump. But then I thought, nah, that wouldn't be nice. That was my conscience reminding me, right? Exactly. And thank you for not scaring me. You're welcome. Well, that's all the time we have today. Remember, kids, God made you special. And he loves you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.